Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 130, Raining on Your Parade. It's July 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, etc. I am also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. What I do is I help people be happy, healthy, and well-loved even when life is extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way. My music is by Howie Moskovich. raining on your parade. Oh, this is not pleasant. We're going to dive right in. If you happen to be new to my content, I hope you will visit my website at www.lisaalundy.com and enter my current giveaway. My disclaimer is that this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any capacity. You should get your medical or therapy advice from a licensed healthcare provider. If you are feeling suicidal, or you feel that life is too hard for you, or you feel that you do not matter, I am asking you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That number again is 1-800-273-8255. I am asking you to tell people how you're feeling. I am asking you to accept help because there is help available. And I am telling you that you absolutely matter, even if you don't feel that way right now. Don't give up. Next is my notice for the deaf and hard of hearing community. I currently have transcripts for my podcast on the rss.com hosting platform. A new transcript will appear within a few hours to 24 hours once a new podcast is published and live. And I do beg your forgiveness. I am working on my pronunciation and flow speaking. Raining on your parade. Well, this phrase, raining on your parade, is actually an idiom. And what that means is it means to either ruin someone's plans or dampen somebody's excitement or spoil something for someone or try to reduce their pleasure. So this is not this is not this is not a positive people as you know. And sometimes people will try to do it, they will make an attempt and be unsuccessful, and sometimes they will attempt it and they will be successful. So the the range of emotions for or the range of situations for raining on your parade, it's very wide berth. So it can be a very mild raining on your parade, a medium or moderate raining on your parade to a very serious high level of raining on your parade. And this situation, as you'll see later in the podcast, as I tease it out, is very common. And this is the kind of thing that spoils birthdays, anniversaries, celebrations, special events, you name it, weddings, engagements, baptisms, birth announcements. It has the propensity 
to spoil many, many, many different things. And it happens not just in families or friend groups, but at work and in neighborhoods and in associations. Now, when an event or situation happens that is a rain on your parade type of situation, if it's extremely severe, like over the top, then it might actually morph into what I call being a soul crushing experience. And that's a different, that's a different, that's a different situation. I do actually have a podcast on soul crushers. So if you're in the boat where someone or a group of people have rained on your parade and you're crushed, that podcast may support you. It's really your personal judgment and assessment whether it's traumatic or whether it's soul crushing. But at any rate, um, this has a wide range of how, how impactful it is. And quite frankly, as I go through some examples later, I think you'll find oftentimes this idea of someone raining on your parade actually is very stealth. It's, it's like couched in concern for you or couched in support for you with kind of a, a, a not obvious dig or a not obvious way to deflate you. So I am committed that you have a greater sense of wisdom and some ideas of how you can handle this and also at least one or two suggestions on things that can help you prevent it. This is not something you can prevent carte blanche, but there are things that are helpful to help you in this prevent it as much as possible. So I want to start the podcast with a real life example where um, then this happened, oh, more than 25 years ago, I would say. So it had nothing to do with COVID because we're talking more than two decades ago. But I was helping to throw a special event, a special party type thing with other people and I made my boundaries and my expectations clear in advance, well in advance, about being exposed to someone, a particular situation where uh, disease could be (laughs) transmitted. So uh, I'm very, very rigorous about my health. So pre-COVID, again, this is 25 years ago plus, uh, there was a situation and I was concerned. I don't want to get a disease and I knew I did my homework so I knew how it could be transmitted. I knew the risks and I wasn't willing to go there. So I made an agreement with the person who was actually the host of the event that I would stay elsewhere and they knew why, they knew my concerns and there was agreement and then they decided no, 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 they really wanted me to stay with them. So I said, well, I'll do, I can do that if we can have an agreement about not having exposure to this particular uh, disease. And they said, okay. And then the day of the event, they changed their mind. They reneged on the word. They took back their promise. And I was left with the choice of removing myself and the people I cared about to not be exposed or stay. 
and there was a huge, massive upset, name calling, blah, 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 because, you know, they didn't really uh, believe the medical facts I was giving them. So it was a huge raining on my parade because I had made my expectations and my boundaries on this issue extremely clear and had actually made arrangements to stay with other people to avoid this problem. So it was a little bit of a shock and the interest. So was my parade rained on? Oh, yes. I did not even end up attending the event that I had made some special things for, etc. Um, and so in the aftermath, was did anyone apologize? No. Did anyone go to their doctor and get some blood work and find out that I was 100% accurate? in my concern about the exposure. Yes, they did. I mean, it took two doctor's visits because they did blood work and then there was a follow-up. And their physician actually read them the riot act even more stringently than I had and had quite a bit more stern things to say than I had said. So I was completely vindicated, but it doesn't matter because the parade was rained on. Now, did I forgive them? Yes, of course. Are they good people? Yes, they're good people. Good people will rain on your parade for a variety of reasons that we'll get into. Now, I had made my boundaries and expectations explicitly clear. They couldn't have been more explicit or clear, and they were still violated leading to the raining on your parade. So I want to dive into common things, situations, where people will rain on your parade. So you get the pervasiveness of this concept. So expressing disappointment or upset in your plans, your ideas, your decisions, your news, or some other aspect of your life. That's one way. Causing drama putting their unreasonable or unrealistic or unfair expectations on you or your life. Trying to take the spotlight off you, which can happen in a number of ways. Any attempts to upstage you or one-up you in your plans, events, ideas, or in your life. Breaking agreements and then blaming you, or sometimes just like breaking agreements, crossing or violating boundaries, or having unclear or no boundaries. Uh, the green-eyed monster will often provoke raining on your parade, which can include excluding you, and it can include smear campaigns, character assassination, bullying, other tactics of manipulation or abuse. Inserting themselves into your life, your business, your plans, in some fashion, including unsolicited advice or unwelcomed or unsolicited actions, stealing your money, property, assets, or belongings, projecting, lying, blaming, scapegoating, expecting you to conform to their values, their beliefs, or their way of living, misplaced, displaced, or passive-aggressive anger or aggressive anger, trying to take you down, sometimes 
people will rain on your parade because they don't actually believe in you. Like they don't believe in you or support you. And then they behave accordingly. Invalidating your feelings, sabotaging you or your ideas, plans, events, which can be intentional or unintentional. Creating a gang mentality to enroll others that you are bad, wrong, unwell, unfit, or something else. Trying to provoke you to do something bad. Judging, condemning, or criticizing you intentionally. Many times, however, because they lack self-awareness or they might be perfectionists or have some other issue. They think, they think that they know better than you and they make that apparent. They are selfish and they want their needs, their desires, or their wants over what you want for you or your life. They got triggered by you or something about you or the situation and are behaving badly out of being triggered. So there are 25 different situations across the board where someone can behave in a way to rain on your parade or rain on the parade of someone else. So these are common situations. We are not living in a society where people have high anger skills. We're not. And people misplace and displace anger or are passive aggressive about anger all the time, causing your parade to be rained on. And many people are full of themselves. They lack self-awareness and they're completely ignorant, thinking, oh, I know better than you what's good for your life. So, so it's a very common situation, sad as it is. So I want to distinguish intent. So there's malicious intent and then there's more or less non-malicious or kind of accidental rating on your parade. So in the evaluation of someone raining on your parade, it, you're going to assess and evaluate like whether it was intentional, was there intent, was it intentional, and was there malicious intent. When you are dealing with a psychopath, a narcissist, a sociopath, someone with an antisocial personality disorder, or some other level of psychopathy, then predictably, almost 100%, it would be malicious intent. This is the MO of people who have severe psychopathy or antisocial personality disorder or these types of diagnoses is they are not mentally well and they get their jollies by raining on your parade, trying to provoke you. So if you have a narcissist in your life, it's predictable they will rain on your parade forever. If you have a psychopath in your life, I can, I can guarantee you from personal experience, they absolutely will continue to rain in their, your parade and try to rain on it when they're no longer in your life. <laughs> they, these people are not, not good people. So who else does this type of activity on, on purpose? Well, 
people who lack self-awareness won't necessarily do it on purpose. When someone lacks self-awareness, first of all, oh, people who lack self-awareness do all kinds of things that shoot themselves in the foot, they throw themselves under the bus, and they have no clue. So these people who, are, who lack self-awareness will typically do it, but not with a malicious intent. Now, so, so they, you, the impact is the same that you have someone who's reigned in your parade, but I think there's a big difference when you manage and process your emotions, whether someone made a mistake or it's because of their own, you know, unrecognized issues. So it wouldn't be willfully intentional. Now, there are people who might not fit the clinical diagnoses of the other uh, mental health is issues I just mentioned that might want to take you down, you know, whether that's out of the green-eyed monster, severe jealousy. Um, they might not fit the diagnoses of being a psychopath, narcissist, sociopath, antisocial personality disorder, but that would be intentional with malice if they want to take you down. Whether or not they have a diagnosis, that's not a good, that's not a good person. That's not a well person. Well, people don't behave like that. Um, some people, not many, but some people who have low self-esteem have this way of behaving where they feel better about themselves by putting other people down, which can in, fall into the category of raining on your parade. That's not everyone with low self-esteem, by the way. That's probably a small percentage. I don't know what the percentage is. I don't think anybody's even looking at that. But that is another source for uh, intent. Now, when you get to know somebody and you recognize they're always drilling a hole in your boat or they're always kind of like just kind of poking you to just kind of deflate you and rain in your prey a little bit, yeah, that, that's not, those are not your people. The other class of people not otherwise specified are people who are abusers, bullies, abusers, and there is something wrong with people who do that. I'm sorry, there is. They might not get a diagnosis, but there's something wrong with them. So when you're looking at someone who's reigned on your parade or a group of people, it's very helpful for you to start to sort out, was it intentional? Was there malice involved? Now, I've already mentioned some of the reasons why people do this, but let's look at good people. And I'm talking about good people. Good people make mistakes. Good people get triggered. Good people have things bubble up from their subconscious and unconscious mind that they are completely blind to and then they react. This is like the nature of being human that we don't talk about or recognize. So these good people, good people will sometimes rain on your parade simply because they lack self-awareness or because they are irrational. Irrational people do a lot of things that us rational thinkers scratch our heads and think, how did, how did they come up with that? How did they arrive at that conclusion? Well, they're irrational. I already mentioned low self-esteem, but this is not, this is not by and large everyone who has low self-esteem. 
This is a, a fraction of people who have low self-esteem that will engage in raining on your parade. Individuals who do not have boundaries or have very unclear or meshed boundaries are more likely to cross your boundaries because they don't even have any. People who are arrogant, righteous, know-it-all, or otherwise feel morally or in some other way superior. Lack of emotional abilities, including low emotional regulation abilities, and certainly anger skills, as I mentioned. Some people, good people, will rain on your parade because they feel entitled. They have this sense of entitlement to either controlling you, running your life, or having their life go the way they think it should go, which means you should do what they think you should do. That's a little entitled. Also kind of wrapping up with no boundaries or low boundaries. They might rain on your parade because they <clears throat> they, they actually have a low opinion of you. <laughs> I know. Good people sometimes have a low opinion of you. Well, maybe not of you, but I'll speak for myself. Um, they might be a perfectionist, which causes all kinds of problems. I did already mention the green-eyed monster, which is a huge problem and prompts all kinds of very bad behavior. And sometimes very good people become jealous, envious, or resentful. Becoming jealous, envious, or resentful does not mean you're a bad person. It might, might mean you have some work to do. Um, and sometimes people will rain on your parade because they are plain out, flat out selfish. They are just selfish and probably would never admit to it. And the last thing, um, rounding out the list, no, it's not the last thing. Um, sometimes people will rain on your parade because they are unconsciously or subconsciously, so this is not at the conscious level, blaming you for something. It could be something that they didn't do or they wish they had done or they did do or you know there's some element of blame that's not conscious and it can come out as projection making you to be the bad guy if you follow that. That's actually common. Now they could also reign in your parade because they're operating from disempowering attitudes and beliefs, in particular the scarcity mentality, which might mean they have to take from you or spoil things for you because it won't go good for them or it won't go well for them if it goes well for you. Again, this is not a conscious level of activity, but nonetheless. Sometimes people will rain on your parade because they lack either patience or compassion or wisdom or some other virtue, and you are not either doing it fast enough for them or the right way for them or in some other ilk that causes them to then take action, ultimately causing the rain on your parade. So, this does happen quite a bit. Um, the lack of patience. Oh, you didn't order the invitations the way I wanted or quick enough. Or you, you know, this happens all the time. So there are 15 reasons or situations where very good people, not evil people, good people will 
do something to rain on your parade. So I hope you have some compassion that good people do this. Now, when we're talking about bad people, you know, you definitely want to get away from bad people, evil people, the people who are going to rain on your parade intentionally. So my next piece of this is the emotional elements of having your parade rained on or even an attempt. This is not a good thing. And I mentioned in the beginning, it can be mild or it can be moderate or it can be severe or even traumatic. There's a whole spectrum and a whole range of the emotions. Sometimes it's shocking. Sometimes you're left bewildered, especially like in my example, when you set your boundaries and your expectations and everyone's on board and everyone says they agree and then whoops, nope, they changed their mind. That can be shocking. So for you, most of these emotions are going to fall into the category I call, I lump all these negative emotions into what I call the difficult emotions. These are the emotions that you would do well to learn not only just to identify them they're not that identifying your emotions especially if you use a word vocabulary sheet it's not that difficult it's the second part which is how do how do you manage and how do you process them to that end to help you the best thing that i can do or that i've thought of to this point other than a podcast last year is on my website i have a free 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 downloadable workbook. I'm on version 4.0. That workbook gives you background information, some basic psychology, some things that you really have to wrap your head around, and then questions, one through whatever, 20-some. If you download the workbook and start using it repeatedly for different emotional situations, your brain will learn the process. Your brain is very astute at learning shortcuts because it saves so much energy. So I will say by either, hmm, well, by next week for sure, maybe before, but at some point we have, I have version 5.0 coming, which will change the diagram slightly and add many other layers to the emotional processing and I'm kind of a little like, wow, I can't believe I didn't think of that before. I am deconstructing my automatic process and I have to keep catching myself. I don't, I don't know how you deconstruct yourself for an automatic subconscious process that you just kind of almost even aren't aware of, but I'm doing the best I can. And right now we're on version 4.0, download the workbook. Start using that to train your brain and train yourself on how you deal with these difficult emotions. If you do not learn this skill set, what will happen is these painful emotions of the raining on your parade, the sadness, the shock, the hurt, the wounds, the pain, what have you, will lay in your subconscious and unconscious mind. They will lay in wait for you. They will wait. Sometimes, according to the research, they will explode. So you can either learn the skill, why not, or you might as well just package it up in a nice little package, pretty paper or not, with a bow or not, 
put it in a wagon and tow it behind you. And we'll call that baggage. Learn how to deal with your emotions. You won't regret it. It's really not that hard. All right. So my next piece on this is point of view. I think that I think it's very helpful to have certain points of view in life because they can be empowering. And so one of the things for me on this point of view is that there's a lot of precipitating factors that can allow good people to rain on your parade, as I already covered. So from my point of view, I've adopted the point of view that this is one of the things that will occasionally happen from time to time, despite my having clear, healthy boundaries, despite me being fairly good at being assertive and communicating my expectations, it will happen. It just will happen. And now when it's malicious, that's very different. I mean, malicious people are not the people for you to have in your life. If you do have them, you might consider there's a trauma bond, that you might be trauma bonded as to why you can't get away from them. But the more you grow yourself, the more you work on yourself, the more things that you learn and grow, the more compassion you will have for the humanity of others. Because good people make mistakes and good people get things wrong and good people do things they regret. And some good people never ever learn to apologize. Yet there are good people who cannot apologize, sadly. So for you, if you understand that even if you you know, do your best to prevent it, it might still happen. Grow yourself, grow your emotional abilities, because that will give you power almost in, well, in every area of your life. From the example I gave in the beginning, setting boundaries, clear, healthy boundaries and expectations are one of the big controllables that you can, you have at your disposal to help you prevent this. Well, clearly you saw in my example that it didn't prevent it. It, it should have, but it, it didn't. But the more you have clear, healthy boundaries, and they are expressed so people know them, this potentially at least has the potential to reduce the number of times that it happens. And when it doesn't, then you can start to notice the people in your life who are going to cross your boundaries or going to violate your boundaries or simply going to throw your expectations in the trash like they don't matter, those are tells about those people. I'm not saying they're bad people because we have good people who really are, are problematic. We have some good people that are problematic. So your entire life will become easier for you if you develop healthy boundaries. I have a podcast about the power of boundaries. And the thing about expectations is that unfulfilled expectations can lead to upsets and disappointments and quite a lot of unpleasant things. And setting your expectations does not mean that they will be met or fulfilled, but you have a higher chance if you let your expectations be known. 
Now we've I've already identified that bullies, abusers, narcissists, psychopaths, sociopaths, people with antisocial personality disorder or severe psychopathy or other mental health issues are not going to honor your boundaries or your expectations. That's the opposite of what they do. And, and again, another good tell. So whether or not you have boundaries, I don't know. If you don't, you can loop around and go back and listen to that podcast because boundaries will help you immensely. They're really, they're really, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Even when people violate them, you at least will be clear. Oh, wow. I said, I didn't want to be exposed to that disease because of how it's easy it is to transmit. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's helpful. So boundaries and expectations are two tools to bring down the potential of someone raining on your parade. The next area that will be helpful in either thwarting or reducing the likelihood of someone raining on your parade is learning assertiveness skills. Unfortunately, we are not widely instructing people in the world about assertiveness. We're not. And and assertiveness is one of those things that is, it's, it's the boss. It's, it's magical. It's amazing. And I do believe we, it's something we should be teaching or at least have a book required reading for elementary and grade school and high school. I mean, come on. Um, so I do have a podcast about assertiveness, which is, is pretty light. It's not heavy. And one classic book you could pick up, classic meaning around since, I don't know, 60s, 70s, 70s at least, is called Your Perfect Right. So when you learn assertiveness, you will feel A, better about yourself. It will help build self-esteem, but you will also feel better about expressing your wants, your needs, and your desires with consideration of other people's wants, needs, and desires. Assertiveness is not a one-way street, which you will learn if you go learn that. So my next, so assertiveness, get that, get that, put that in your toolbox. (laughs) Just the best. My mother made me read Your Perfect Right when I was in high school, and I'm telling you what, that is like the best thing that you could ever do. Well, one of the best things. My next suggestion is that you brace yourself because no matter what you do, there will be people who either by mistake or not by mistake will rain on your parade. And, and if someone in your life has the tendency to make you feel like you're not good enough, that can be a tell for someone who's more likely terrain on your parade and bracing yourself means you can prepare yourself in some instances you can anticipate their actions their behaviors their statements and counterbalance the negative I mean when you get someone's wiring you can kind of sometimes do work workarounds like like I know this one person they're they're always late and we all kind of laugh about it because they're always late, like really late. And we just bake that in because we're not going to change them. So we won't, you know, like 
you can work around things. And in many, some instances, many or some, you can anticipate and be proactive and counterbalance it. Like you can, like now the example I gave, I did everything I could. I just was blindsided that they were going to out of hand be so break their word, break their promise, break their commitment, and then be nasty about it. Um, so sometimes it will go, it will be a disaster no matter what you do, but you can brace yourself and you can anticipate, you can counterbalance the negative. And one thing that you can do for sure is to, to adopt my, one of my mottos is that I don't let anyone or anything ruin my life. That doesn't mean people haven't rained on my parade. Oh, yes, they have. I mean, they have really been some very, very uh, valiant attempts at raining on my parade. And, and sometimes my parade has been rained on. The difference is I don't let that ruin my life. I, you can spoil my birthday. You can ruin this celebration. You can do a lot of things, but you don't have the capacity to ruin me or ruin my life. And sometimes it boils down to you deciding that even though someone was a monster or evil or bad or just a good person who made a mistake, you are not going to let it ruin you or your life. I do have some additional suggestions. I mean, I feel bad because this just happens all the time to people. It's really sad. It's very sad, but it does happen for all the reasons I previously mentioned. So additionally, what I would suggest is number one, sort yourself out. That is the place to begin and to help you sort yourself out Download the free workbook and use it as a template because it will walk you through the emotional elements. That's number one. Number two, get your own emotional and mental fitness house in order. When you grow, when you develop, when you do the things that I suggest in my podcasts, it becomes extremely hard. Like, almost impossible to take you down. You will be able to be happy and move forward with your life when you are mentally and emotionally fit in a way that's amazing. Like it's just bar none. So get your mental and emotional fitness house in order. I've already mentioned my workbook. By repeatedly going through the material, your brain, your brain uses the most energy of anything in your body because it never turns off. It's very, very critical. Um, so your brain will pick this up over time and it takes advantage of neuroplasticity, which is good for you and good for your brain, but your brain will eventually learn this. You won't have to continue using the workbook forever, but use the workbook. My next suggestion, which is in the workbook, is that you make sure your thinking is rational. Sometimes when I deal with someone who's irrational, well, if they're irrational, their expectations are irrational. Or their, their, um, 
their boundaries are off because they're not rational. So part of getting your emotional and your mental fitness house in order is making sure that you're rational. And version 4.0 of the workbook, by the way, I've added some of the most common cognitive distortions or forms of irrational thinking with the thought that, oh, some, some people reading it might go, oh, yeah, I am kind of all or nothing thinking, or I am kind of this or that, might help you recognize that. But don't be woe is me. You can move away from that. Make sure you have an abundance of love and affection in your life. It is the one thing that most people would admit they are missing. Bring it into your life. Make your life amazing and filled with love and affection, which does not have to be romantic love. It could be romantic love. It could be platonic love. If you're going for romantic, I hope you have both. But have an abundance of love and affection in your life. It's amazing. It's healing. It's the best. My next suggestion is to be up to something. My hope is that you will be up to making your own life amazing. When you take on your own life, and making your own life beautiful, amazing, fun, great, rewarding. That just takes a lot of things, many, many things, and reduces them to nothing. Like it will change your view when you are up to something. So be up to something. What is also helpful is for you to start to grow in wisdom. Wisdom can be found in basic psychology and understanding why people do what they do and why do you do what you do. It will help you be freed up in many ways. My next suggestion is understanding the difference between good people and bad people. Good people who do bad things or good people who make mistakes are very different from people who are bad people or evil. My next suggestion, one of my favorites, is to have fun and be playful. Life is short. Life is hard. Maybe your life, you know, hasn't been hard. But life is short. Life is hard. Why not play and laugh and have as much fun as you can? I don't know because you get more enjoyment out of being serious. Well, if that's the case, you can continue. My next piece is in the suggestion category is for many people listening to this podcast who happen to be in either an abusive family dynamic or an abusive relationship or domestic abuse or domestic violence, which is common. It is an everyday occurrence probably for you that your parade is being rained on because that is what abusers do. That is what dysfunctional toxic families do. That is what domestic abuse, that's what domestic abuse is. So if you're in that boat, it will take you doing more self-care and being kind to yourself and recognizing that growth and development it's going to be very helpful to you. So don't give up. People before you, like 
throughout all of time have escaped domestic abuse, domestic violence, toxic families, toxic relationships. You can too. Just don't give up. My next suggestion for everyone is to boost your self-care and grow your self-compassion. That's just actually amazing. Like, you know, you want to feel good, this will do it. My next piece in this suggestion is you may unwittingly or unknowingly be trauma bonded to an abuser. And that may be below your consciousness and below your awareness. So if you have an ongoing rain on your parade, rain on your parade, whether it's with the same person or different people, it could be helpful to take a look and see, oh, am I trauma bonded with my abuser? There's a light mention of that in my workbook on version 4.0. If you need more, you can find more on the web. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is a choice. It's an absolute choice. The benefits are for you, not the other person. So you can choose to forgive yourself and other people, or you may willingly choose to hold a grudge and carry that grudge and let that grudge suck your energy. <laughs> you know, like it's your choice. Um, next, I will say with this particular subject of raining on your parade, there will be occasions where you have to stand your ground or draw a line in the sand and so be it. Or you can be a doormat. I don't recommend being a doormat. My last suggestion is that you take people, people you know, go meet some strangers and go on an amazing odyssey or a quest or a journey and create this team to have an amazing life. Yes, why not? Well, you know, you could just watch another show or stream another movie where you could actually be up to meeting with people, whether it's online or in person, having prizes, having rewards, having events, celebrating. You could have the most fun of your life creating your life. And when you do that, if you choose to do that, what I promise you is all the people who rain on your parade or try to rain in your parade aren't going to have the satisfaction. It's not going to have the same impact on you. So go on a journey. Why not? My last piece is just simply that you share this podcast on social media because this happens all the time. Sadly, unfortunately, but realistically. So go have the best life ever. Love you. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 130, Raining on Your Parade. I hope you received some new ideas and some new thoughts and some new ways to handle the situation if someone tries to or does rain on your parade. I hope you will subscribe to my podcast so you get the new ones automatically. And definitely please share this on social media to help other people because this is sadly common. That's all. I love you. Take care for now. That's it.